This is Duke University. Global trade and environmental Being justice. Human rights China issues today. are still. The term Ubuntu. Oh, the Alien and Sedition Act. Is making inferential discoveries. The importance of an archive. The John Ho Franklin Center. So now we'd like to invite His Excellency Salam al-Sabah to provide some commentary on Professor Ernst's um, presentation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, one person once told me that responding to a brilliant uh, presentation uh, as, as the one we just heard is very easy. All you have to do uh, or say is, it was a great presentation. Thank you very much. But I'm not going <laughs> to do that. I'd like to start by thanking you, Professor Lowe, for, for making this possible and making my visit here uh, very warm and hospitable. Be also, I know that uh, it's your department that's, uh, that's uh, made this possible. Uh, Professor Ernst, uh, thank you very much for your very, very enlightening um, uh, presentation. And I think you all gather from this presentation that Arabic really rocks. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a great language. Now, uh, I'm not a scholar of Arabic language per se and literature, so I, I won't devil in, uh, or I won't like uh, meddle with, with the history of the language, but I'd like to take you from here forward and to try and explain to you why this language uh, is important. Of course, you all know that Arabic uh, was, was spread around with, with, uh, with, with Islam and it became the, 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 the official language of, of the Islamic empire at that time and that's when it got prominence. But there's also something else that's very important about the Arabic language and that's the geopolitical location of, of, of the Arab countries. Uh, if you open a map, you can make a very, very good argument that the Arab countries are in the center of the world, honestly. I mean, we are landlocked to three continents to Asia, Africa, and Europe. Now, we were called the Middle East because it was the British that said, okay, the East is East from here, and you're closer to the East, so you're the Middle East. But, but that's, that's a Western kind of proverb. That uh, that's not, does not reflect exactly our location uh, in the world. I would call the Middle East Middle Earth, basically, like that movie. I, I can't remember what movie it was. <laughs> Narnia, I think it was. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so Arabic was, uh, the Arab countries are, are, are there, right there in the middle. Now, yes, we have served as conduits to, to civilizations. We've taken you know, certain works from the Greeks and, and the Romans, and, and, and uh, the Phoenicians were there, and, and, and uh, the, the, the Egyptians were there. But again, I think, I think what's, what's very significant here, and, and this is from a historical political perspective, is that the Arab language was, was, was vital in the past and was spread because when you really think of it, every empire on earth has at one point interacted or, or physically passed through the Arab, the Arab lands. I mean, if you go back to Alexander the Great, right? He passed through the Arab lands. The Persians before him were in the Arab lands. The Romans after that passed through the Arab lands. The Mongols passed through the Arab lands. Uh, the Turks passed through Arab lands. I mean, everybody, people bring it up to the current era. I mean, the, the British were there, the French were there. Certain people would say, well, even Americans are there today. Now, we don't share that in Kuwait because we know that you're there in our region for, for a very noble uh, uh, reason. You liberated my country 20 years ago, and less than 10 years ago, you liberated uh, Iraq. So keep that perspective in mind that every army from antiquity, every empire has passed back and forth through our region. So of course our, region, our, our, our language and our culture is gonna be, is gonna be central because of, of that interaction we've had on a geopolitical level. I mean, 
the literary level, of course, as Professor Ernst uh, very, very ably pointed out, it's, it's the Arabic language is very rich. It's, it's very, I mean, when, when you speak, when you're an, Ar an Arabic speaker, a proficient Arabic speaker, it's a beautiful language uh, in itself. Mind you, it's very hard. I, I, I can, I mean, I, I sympathize with a lot of people here in the room. It's a very, very hard uh, language. And at the same time, I have to commend you for choosing to study this very difficult language. But I can, I can assure you it's going to be a very, very rewarding language once, uh, once you master it and, and, and get to, to know it well. Now, as young students, what can I tell you about uh, the Arabic language? I mean, I know everybody has his own reason for, for being here today and for being in the program and studying Arabic. But I think Arabic language is, is a very important language going forward from here. Uh, to give you an example, the State Department has classified Arabic, as, Arabic language as a critical language. Uh, there's there's a, a big need uh, in, in, the, in the eyes of the administration in Washington. They need Arab-speaking uh, Americans. It's the fifth language uh, on earth, uh, the first being Mandarin uh, Chinese, and, and Arabic is, is the fifth, talked or, or spoken by around 300 million uh, people today. Now, the significance of, of Arabic today and for the future, for you, the young generation that are here today, is what, in my opinion? You can't open a newspaper or you can't watch a TV uh, news reel without seeing something uh, about the Middle East. You know, everything that comes out of the Middle East, in my opinion, is one of two things. It's either oil or turmoil. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it. <laughs> now, I don't know if, if fate made those words rhyme, but if, if it did, that's a, I don't know, that's... Um, sort of a bad joke or something. <laughs> but, but that's it. I mean, it's, it's oil or turmoil. Now, having thinking of those two, two issues, I think they're, they're very important. I mean, uh, oil as, as, as a source of energy, of course, and everything that comes out of that source of energy is, is, is vital for us humans, is vital for, for our globe for many, many years uh, to come. And also the turmoil. I mean, I, I, and I'd like to open it up to questions and answers, because what I do in Washington most of the time, believe it or not, is answer questions about, about the Middle East and, and what's happening, and because there's a lot of misconceptions uh, there. And what better way for you to understand what's going on in a vital part of the world that's going through changes and has been in turmoil for a long time, other than reading the language, uh, or, or rather understanding the language of, 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 that, uh, of that region. So I think by, by understanding Arabic, you're giving yourself a very uh, broad possibility for the future uh, in, in, in understanding what's going on in a very, very important part of the world, uh, this turmoil that, that everybody sees. And I'm sure a lot of you have a lot of questions about what's going on, why is it happening? And I don't know if your Arabic is, is advanced enough now to, for you to be able to, to read uh, the Arab press or to follow the Arab press and, and, and get the gist of it. Because I have to tell you honestly, uh, sometimes there are, there are discrepancies between what you see in the, in, the, in the American press or the, or, the, or the Western media and what really is taking place uh, uh, in, the, in the region. And if, you, if you're only going to see the Middle East through the eyes of, of CNN and, and Fox and SNBC, that's a very, very narrow window into our region. I remember uh, maybe it was around 2004, and I'll never forget this. After the war uh, in Iraq, what was the, it was the first year of the war in Iraq. And there were many, many success stories in Iraq at that time. I mean, really, many success stories. But every time I'd opened the channel in Washington, it was you know, a car burning or, or some battle somewhere. 
and, and uh, I was sitting with this very high-ranking uh, media person, and I said, you know, why don't you uh, show the good stuff that's happening in Iraq? Because there are a lot of successful stories. And his answer to me, and I'm quoting, he said, the American public don't want to see a farmer plowing his land. The American public want to see a car on fire, basically. So what I'm trying to, the message I'm trying to give you is, when, when, you, when you master the Arabic language, when you get to know the Arabic language, it's going to give you a very, very different perspective, a wider perspective of what's going on in a very, very important part uh, of our world. I mean, when you think of the Arab countries, 22 countries, almost 300 million uh, people in Middle Earth, I mean, come on, it's, uh, that's, a, that's an important uh, region that I think a lot of people should have the interest of saying, I want to know more of what's going on in that region. I want to understand the culture. And the only way, the key to that is, of course, uh, knowing the Arabic uh, language. Uh, I'm sorry I can't comment on, on, uh, from a scholarly point of view, but I can, I can give you a perspective of why I think uh, Arabic is important, why I think our region is important. It's going to be important for the long term, uh, again, because of both oil and turmoil. Uh, and, and your generation, uh, I'm sure, is going to be dependent in one way or, or another on the Middle East for sources of energy and maybe jobs and opportunities. But also, uh, I think it's going to take a lot of, uh, keep taking a lot, a lot, a big part of, of your daily media intake. So uh, knowing the Arabic language, I think, would enable you to better understand our region because you have no idea how many misconceptions are, are really out there uh, that, that need to be clarified. So this is going to be a very important tool for you to understand our region and hopefully at one point probably work in our region and, and build a career in our region. And uh, again, our region rocks like our language does. So <laughs> I hope you'll get a chance uh, to visit. Uh, I'd, I'd be more than happy to answer um, any question you have about uh, the Middle East. And uh, of course, from my perspective, the Arabic language, I'm an Arabic speaker, of course. Um, it's my mother tongue. And it's, uh, it's a great language. I can tell you that. Thank you. Produced by Duke University. Online at duke.edu.